Two Locks and a Cox. From Dylan's Radio X. With X Communicate, media and presentation training and team building. Develop your personal brand and learn how to promote your organisation effectively in the media with a one-day course at Radio X's studios in Exeter. Or we can come to you. We'll help you build your profile, tackle a crisis and perform to your potential. Media and presentation training and team building from X Communicate. Welcome to episode 17 of Two Locks, No Cox with myself, Chris Bentley. We certainly don't have the Dame of the Realm, Sarah Cox, but we do have the Willy Wonka of Rugby Union, Ian Dunstan, with me. And today, on the field, Exeter Chiefs win at home and away. That's the women and the men. Albion have a top-of-the-table clash coming up after a magnificent victory. Local rugby roundup. Off the field, squad sizes. Just a discussion about that one. Lenethley coming to Exeter Chiefs in February with a magnificent ticket price and in the bin, negativity around the game. Should we get to it, Ian? Let's get to it. Two locks and a cox. From Dylan's Radio X. I was uh, Augustus Gloop's body double in the Willy Wonka film. Well, no, you are Willy Wonka because both, <laughs> b- both Brad the Rugby God and I are wearing our magnificent new um, hoodies from Cobalt. There are other... IT company communications available in the region. <laughs> it says on the on the on the merch, business IT and comms. Business IT and comms, very nice. And, so and, Willy Wonka, because I'm the gift oh, that keeps quite, giving. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. Yeah, oh, that's we're like really the, kind we're of like you. In your in your stash factory. <laughs> <laughs> Brad looks very smart in it. It's very nice. He does, to I see didn't it. even notice. I was like, look, Brad, he's grey on grey. <laughs> Interesting. But uh, there you go. Uh, first gripe though. First gripe, and I, I've just hosted a networking breakfast, and I said to everyone. My Instagram feed's clogging with these strange people that are putting Christmas decorations up. May, it's not even December yet. What's going on? Have you, you, have you, tell me you haven't put Christmas decorations well, uh, At home, my tree's up. What? Up why? in the loft where it belongs. Yeah! <laughs> but why, why are people putting Christmas decorations up um, now? I did let the girls in the office put the one up in the office because it's a good build-up and uh, Hannah, who uh, instigated it, wanted to know where the real me was. Um, uh, she put it out oh, on yeah, LinkedIn. You, you being friendly. Where's the real Ian Dunstan? I'm, I'm, I'm this one's friend. just said, go and get a tree, go and get new decorations for the new branding, crack on and... Why not? Because it's too early. Because Christmas is a December thing, not a November thing. I did see something earlier. It's beginning to cost a lot like Christmas. Yeah, that's <laughs> Which about right. Which made me laugh. It's, I, I'm not bar humbug by the short... Well, yeah, mind you, you we, we have three quarters of a Christmas tree in our house. We've lost the top and we put an Egyptian godhead on top. Because we're, we're more pagan, it's the Feast of Saturnalia. That's been, that's, that, that's been your wife's thing for quite a few years. She, yeah. a while ago, had the Tree of Festivity, which was a branch she found in the grounds <laughs> of the old house, stuck it up. I was like, what is that? It's the Tree of Festivity. No, I, I understand it's special for the kids, but you just don't want to start too soon. Yeah, you're miserable, Chris. Come on. Okay. Come on. Right, let's get okay. to rugby. So, so we should get to rugby. Well, let's, we, let's go on the field. Um, extra Chiefs, men and women, battering everyone everywhere just for fun. Uh, we'll start with the women. Um, friend of the pod, Gabby Cantorna, got her 50th cap uh, as the Exeter Chiefs won at home against the all-England front row of Bristol. What a game as well, because it was on TNT Sports. Yeah. And we had um, uh, Anthony Doobie 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 as referee, who's normally a, a prem ref. So. Right, okay. Woodruff, is it? Anthony Woodruff. Yes, so. go on, I'll say uh, that. Um, yeah, we'll go for that. That's your name today, Ruffy. anyway. Yeah. Ruff, the old roughmeister, yeah. rough dog. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and this is the crossover, isn't it? So we'll talk in a minute about Sarah doing the uh, the prem, and uh, he came in to do that. And and I think that's going to happen more. I don't think just because it was TNT uh, live. But no, no, no. Coxie's alluded to this, that all the officials are going to share um the games so so it's gonna it's gonna elevate the the pwr no end having wayne barnes in the middle of a game 
Um, and obviously with TNT putting the broadcast on it as well. Wayne um, Barnes is retired. Wait, oh, jeez. Oh, Moment of silence. Yeah, you know, you know. Yeah, sorry. Moment for Wayne. There you go. That, that'll do. That'll do. Anyway, yeah, the new Wayne Barnes, Sarah yeah. Cox. Mm. That's what she was. But she's, I've she's got to write, so, so here's a gripe. Here's a real gripe of mine. Um, extra cheese playing at home. The TV cameras. They put them up on the far side, so it films the West Grandstand. So it looks good when you're watching. Because the women's game, they haven't they haven't got the the, the the stands full, but they're filming across the pitch to the to the West Grandstand side. So you actually see the you can see a crowd in, in in situ. When Newcastle play, they always film from their main grandstand, so you see this poxy little stand, and it just looks a bit Mickey Mouse. It does, and it looks small and cold and yeah. evil and barren and void yeah. of any life. And you're just thinking like, if you film from the other side, then it's actually quite a good vista at Newcastle. And you go, that's quite nice. And perhaps this is a reason why Newcastle struggle for crowds because people see it on the telly and they go, oh, it looks a bit. Why, I man, it doesn't look very busy there, does it? Like, <laughs> your accents are better than your dad's, but that was still pretty terrible. Yeah, okay. uh, the, yeah. I, I, and then they try and force this music, even on the television. You can hear this forced music, trying really to make it loud. Come on, everyone, let's yeah. have fun. Yeah, exactly. But, just, back, no, but back to the women's team. Back yes. to the women's team. Sorry, go. So Bristol have come, big signings. They've got um, the, the whole England front row. Yeah. They've got um, uh, Abby Ward, uh, England second row, who put one hell of a shot on. I don't know if you saw that. Yes, I did. Absolutely <laughs> melted a girl. Oof. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, we parity up front, uh, Delica Menin and Emily Totozzi, the Canadians, just sort of said, non shall pass. Uh, so the scrum wasn't an issue. Ray Ray, JJ, my, the happiest number eight in the universe, running over people for fun. Chiefs never in doubt. Great win. It was a really good win, wasn't it? Um, and the, it being televised really helped. I think that I'd love to know stats and figures, but I, you know, the, looking at social media around it, there were a lot of people watching it, a lot of comments. Mm. Uh, and I saw another new thing I'd never seen before, a card for hair pulling. Yeah! And it was proper. Like I remember when I was a kid, there was Australian Rules Football on Channel 4, and there was there was an Aboriginal bloke who had dreadlocks, and someone dragged his hair and pulled him back, and it was really like, ooh, I bet that hair. And it was exactly like that. Like, it was a full-on yank, like, legs up in the air, head went backwards. It was one of those accidental grabs, wasn't it? You saw it where, you know, sometimes you get to tackle someone, you just get them by the neck or by their shirt. Mm. And this was exactly the same, wasn't yeah. it? It was like, I've missed the shirt, what's the next thing to go? But no You're need to TMO, no need to mess about, yellow card done, let's move on. Yeah, exactly, and that was what was really good, wasn't it? Yeah. So, uh, Big yeah. fan of that. Speed of decisions, keep a game flowing, kept it going. Sandy Park looked great, and there were people on both sides, there was yeah. a good crowd there. Decent. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, that, that's that's good to hear. And let's let's look, we're moving quick today because we're we're lacking Coxie. Uh, unfortunately, well, she's got another appointment. I know. She's got Leicester versus Newcastle at Leicester at Which Welford Road. She's going to have the challenge of running down the stairs at Welford Road. She we is. discussed that, haven't we? The stairs. We, we did. We a few yeah, weeks okay. ago. It's the small really steps, the big steps. Yeah, do I do they, one? They, do I do two? Do all quite, sorts? They, they, yeah. It's really, it, it's not quite a step, and it's not quite half a step. And so you've got this really awkward, you what? Just watch when they all run on the pitch. Everyone gets it wrong. Except for the people that know when they have to do a weird run. So when, let's when go Chiefs. You know, you know. Let's go to Chiefs at Newcastle. It was always something had to give. Newcastle haven't won a game um, all season. Exeter hadn't won a game away from home. Something had to give. It, 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 I don't know about you. It had the feeling of one of them games because we we got an early score like within 32 seconds when Emmanuel Faber Bosu, who's now the greatest rugby player in the world according to the media, scored. He did score a world of a try. He broke. He broke some good tackles, didn't he? Ran a good line, broke some good tackles. It was really early on. They hadn't settled in, and it was a great try. Well, Maroney's an Argentine international. He just swatted him for fun. The, yeah, he... <laughs> the bus is full as he ran past, just leaving him on the sideline. That's what he said. Argentinian. 
What did I say? Argentine. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> stop being such a pedant, Brad the rugby god. So anyway, Emmanuel scores a great try. He yep. gets injured, goes off. Will Hayden Wood comes on. He gets injured, goes off. Chiefs are in a bit of disarray. Newcastle score two quick fire tries. Thing, Chiefs, are, they're in control, but we're not scoring. Um, Slady didn't miss as a kick, and you're thinking, oh, how many visits to the twenty-two without scoring? That was the worry, and because, you get the feeling it's one of them games. Yeah. But then somehow, a bit of, bit of magic from Ben Hammersley. Yeah. Possibly held, I don't know. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Skittles through, score the try, Slady hits the conversion, score a try again, never in doubt, she's win. Yeah, and I think it was like that with Newcastle, wasn't it? They 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 had the worst thing happen to them, a try scored against them in the first few, you know, well, under a minute. Or so. it, can, it can be, uh, scoring a try without having earned scoring a try at the beginning of a game can be damaging for the team that scores it. Yes, exactly. And that's what exactly what I was about to say. So they had the, they had the worst thing. It's like, boom, and instantly you're in the game. Yeah. There's something they're like, hang on, they can't do that. They've not been here long enough. Mm. And that's that really fueled Newcastle. And don't forget, this is a side that haven't won this season. They're they're struggling. They're at home. They're at, you know, they're... they're uh, and they'd hyped it. They've, they've been doing 90% yeah. of the stand is full. Be yeah. part of it. They'd really gone for it. Yeah. And then that happens and that gets them straight back in the game. Yeah. And then they took some ascendancy. Then they played really well mm. they were they looked like a great side they didn't look like a side that hadn't won a game um, there was fluidity in things their, their defence was amazing they shut Chiefs down they they put them off on the line you know how many times have we seen Chiefs just go over I mean later on in the game trying to stop um, uh, Isafa Scott I mean that that's a <laughs> That's just Yosefa Scott handed out a physics lesson. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm six foot four, twenty two stone, and I'm going to move these three meters, and you can't stop me. I, I'm going to run yeah. over there. That's where I'm going. I'm very fond of that as well. That's like just great, isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, so, you know, but but the, the Newcastle were there, and they were there all the way, and they went into the break ahead only just, but they were still ahead, mm. and that's the first time that they've managed to achieve that. Um, Halftime debrief by you know, Rob and uh, Rob and his team. And well, no, irrespective of the halftime debrief, did, did, did you see his chat afterwards? Yes. And they were trying to k- kill him on the stats about how Chiefs were profligate with the ball. And he said, "Look, all we wanted to do today was yes. dominate the middle of the field, yeah. which we did." Yeah, which was brilliant, wasn't it? And 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 the fact that they're building this team, and we we, we keep tipping. Well, I keep worrying that at some point it, the, the lads are going to get found out because it's this young embryonic team. And you're now starting to get to the point. Well, hang on. We've played the third of the Premiership season and Chiefs are in the top four. Comfortably, they've beaten Sale and Saracens by loads. And I appreciate they had their internationals away. But, but momentum is difficult to get if you haven't got it. Chiefs have got momentum. They're doing well. They are doing well. Uh, and that bogey of not winning away has gone. However, it was away to Newcastle. But seasons where, I think the season when we won the Prem, one of them, we went to Newcastle and lost. And they, it was just, they, Newcastle weren't great even then. Mm. So to have gone there and won is, is a good thing. We'll talk about this week, a bath away. That's a whole different encounter. But yeah, we sat in third position. You say 10 games in uh, with this side, with everyone leaving, you know, as, mm. as sort of the, the masses depart off to go and I, find I, their I big think, money I think last Bath, year. Bath on the back of having played Sale, it's a it's a good game for Chiefs because they'll have been beaten up a bit at Sale, and Chiefs are going to give him exactly the same again. It's just going to be pretty direct, pretty strong, and. I'm fancying Harvey Skinner versus Finn Russell. There's only one winner there. Yeah, go Harvey Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, past pitch at the moment is like a quagmire as well, isn't it? With all the rain we've had and everything else. So we've gone from uh, uh, Sandy Park's an amazing surface because the Deso and the way it drains mm. and where it's sat. Newcastle's, uh, you know, horrible plastic rubbish. Yeah, um, I'm not a fan of these plastic I hate pitches. Them. Oh, yeah. 
We don't no. need to talk about that. We don't need to talk about Let's that. Let's not go into that. No, that's so did, a, you, did, that's you, a whole did, new Did you do a stat breakdown or, or a stat, on some of our players? No, so what I've done is I, I wanted to have like a, a player watch where we just look at a, a couple of players. Um, yeah, uh, where's uh, Abeladze been? Because I just want to look week. at his thighs. <laughs> no, strangely <laughs> enough, I haven't looked at him. I've picked on, on, on two players and the first one you mentioned already, which is Ben Hammersley and where, oh, where and he's come ginge. from. And Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Le Flyer Jean-Jay. Uh, um, uh, is, so, is Hollywood Burn injured or is he keeping him out? I oh he had a concussion didn't he right okay so he had a concussion so it was there but oh, it, it, tough choice isn't it I mean you know Woody's just an incredible player and uh, and does all sorts Hammersley's electric and they just can't get hold of him um, he's got he's got the nosy about him he doesn't accept the collision no exactly so when he gets when he's in contact just as nosy did it's like I'm just gonna keep running and, yeah. and you actually have to pull my legs together and pull me over I'm not I'm not just like as a big fella it used to be in contact you know score when you're in contact right the floor is my friend yeah so if I feel a bit of contact right I'll get down. I'm yeah. safe. Whereas, yeah. whereas Nolsey just used to keep running. Yeah, no, that, uh, and, and Ben Ben's got a bit of that about he's him. He's definitely got that. So yeah, he's born two thousand and three. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So I've got, oh same as Brad two thousand three. Brad, Brad Brad's immortal. He's a rugby god. Oh yeah, I've got pants older than that. Um, uh, various stats everywhere came in like five eleven six foot. So I'm going to go five eleven yeah. uh, ninety two kilos, and he's also uh, adept at fullback as well as being a winger. Massive, that's uh, impressive. Yeah, so when this was out, it was five appearances, Chiefs, two tries, ten points. Um, oh, I uh, thought you were going to have like meters gained. And, no, I haven't um, got that stuff. No, I want to know about. I don't want to know about that now because we know he's doing he brilliantly well. Where's he from? No, he he moved um, uh, from Hartford where he was six. They moved to Cornwall when he was young, right. and then he was part of the Cornwall DPP. He went to Truro College. Player pathway. Yeah, and then he went to Exeter in 2021. Right, okay. Uh, he's still studying his degree in sports science. Part of the Bucks oh, okay. squad two years ago. <laughs> so we've got. Sorry, I want to interject. Go on. I, my, my old man was the um, a dustman. He was. He wore a dustman's cap, but he was. He was the coach of my rugby teams from from the age of about fourteen to twenty when I went to Liverpool University. My dad was the coach, and he's quite an interesting character. And if you go on Facebook and search for the wisdom of Colin Bentley. Um, people have put, have put quotes and what have you from my dad and, and, and at one stage uh, Liverpool University we made it into the Bucks top tier and we played Loughborough and Lugerbrugge Lugerbrugge they beat us but um, the, the, the banter when student teams play is savage yeah like it's next level savage and and, and we, can, we can go on about that but it just so happened that um Loughborough were giving us a hard time and my old man turned around and said well my lads are going to be brain surgeons and um, oh, what was it uh, they're going to be brain surgeons and doctors, and your lot are going to be swimming pool attendants. So deal with that. <laughs> and like fifty students, are like, but it's it's the wisdom of Colin Bentley on Facebook. If you want to have a giggle, some of, some of the banter that my old man he's affected people over thirty years of rugby, and Amazing. this is why I'm such a nose because my old man's just embedded the rugby nosery into the ex university. Well, my dad works for your dad. Uh, oh, it used to be savage. Used to go down Ducks Meadow. Yeah, in the in the times of because I I was chief twenty four year old, and we had James Hanks, Jason Luff. Pete Fisher, uh, Ben Purcell, Steve Bennett, all coming through at the county ground. And we used to go and watch them on a Wednesday because we were, we were pretending to be in professionals and we, we, we weren't doing much. And the banter at the university rugby was savage. Yeah. Different level. And they'd strawpedo a bottle of wine immediately afterwards oh. and then if one oh, passed mate, there was out, a, there was a boy had a loudspeaker and the opposition hooker would be throwing the ball and he'd be going, you're rubbish, you can't throw in. <laughs> and the referees are like, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> like, There's about a hundred kids just going berserk on really, the sideline. Really posh kids. Oh, and the, your dad works with my dad waving the wallets was yeah. savage banter. 
Yeah, and uh, yeah, the 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 Queen's nephew was there, or, or no, the grandson, wasn't it? Yeah. And yeah, they came up with the one where yeah, your your dad's worked for his gran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mate, it, just um. So anyway, yeah, Ben Hammersley, yeah, really, ben Hammersley. really <laughs> impressed. The kid, swimming pool attendant. He's how old are you, Brad? Twenty. 20 exactly this kid's wow. 20 years old wow. and he's coming like that he's still studying, studying university is, uh, as a 20 tw- year old the temperament and, and, and what have you is special uh, yeah i love that yeah and also he wants the ball yes it was, it was one of the things rob used to say back in the day you know, when, go and look for it when there's a big game i want i want the players that want the ball when mm. there's a, when there's a moment i don't want you shying away and i was i was a prime example of someone that just threw himself into a ruck so i didn't have to be on the plate you've got guys like hammersley they're going give me the ball i want to make the difference yeah and, yeah. and, and it's exciting. Yeah, it is really exciting, yes. At, at 20 years old, he's younger than my own Ginger Ninja Edward, my mm-hmm. little child who's, who's uh, yeah, also 20. So yeah. same age. Anyway, uh, yeah, moving on. <laughs> just, from... just, just how much you failed as a parent. <laughs> just, yeah, just Edward's remember. just sort of doing his thing and Ben Hammersley's live on TV, just carving up. Sorry, Ian. We call him the millionaire because he thinks he's going to earn a fortune. I'm like, not if you get out of bed at two o'clock, Edward. <laughs> So, uh, what yeah, we're doing it exactly. Uh, and my other player watch this week is um, someone we don't know a great deal about, Joe Hawkins. Who's yeah, that? Joe Hawkins with a he's, he's sort of got the double body. His, his lower body's like that of a man, and his upper body's still a twenty-year-old boy. Which is great, you know. We we shop at places. We mentioned supermarket to buy sushi, and you know, mm. I quite like Darts Farm where I charge my car. And mm. uh, great, great farm shop. And uh, Rob's favourite shop appears to be Wales. What? Wales. He just loves going shopping in Wales. Is that what he says? Hawkins and Daff and Chris right. and all these lovely Welsh people he's picked up. Yeah. So Joe Hawkins. Oh, you're is... about Rob Baxter. Sorry, I Rob thought you about Rob Hawkins. You lost no, me there. No, not Rob. Joe Hawkins. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, oh right. Chris. Totally lost. All right. So, so Joe Hawkins. Joe Hawkins. Yeah, Baxter loves was, the Welsh, yes. I was leading into a story there. You absolutely uh, ruined it. I know. Move anyway, on. Joe Hawkins, <laughs> born June 2002. So he's getting on now. He's 21 years old, isn't he? Right. Um, um, uh, Osprey's boy, Welsh international under 20. He's all sorts, and uh, Mate, he's, uh, he's his career trajectory now is going to be interesting because he's stepping up. He's playing well. Big onus on him and Slady this weekend. Um, if if those guys get it right, we've got half a chance for Bath. But but what he's going to do now? Because obviously Welsh rugby's in in turmoil. They could really do with a, an inside centre that, that that has his capabilities. Yeah. But because he signed his contract when he did, he can't, and it's all a bit. And, and he really is that inside centre, and because he, he's six foot hundred kilos, so mm. he's not quite Devo or, or Slady weight or size wise because mm-hmm. they're 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 bigger lads. But he is putting defences under it, and he's cutting those lines again. Mm. You know, I think with these centres, isn't it? It's all about trying to just stop that, a, that heavy drift. But the, the, the thing, I, the thing I quite like is how the Chiefs have uh, Baxter's. He's gone in the press and said he's he's really keen on our scrum dominance. He wants the scrum to be a pushing contest. He's brought a proper hard running 12 in and it just reminds me of when I was you always go to what you know when I was at the club and we just used to have a big right side to the scrum Mark Fatty Lofer trucking it up get through the gain line round the corner everyone knows it's coming but you still got to stop it Exactly. Oh, Mark's broken. Junior? Yeah, <laughs> Junior yeah. fan. Well, no, we, we, Straight we, we, in. We ended up with Mark at 12 and Junior at 13. So it was, oh. you'd send one in, then you'd send the other in. And then it was like the heavy artillery and pummel. And then it was great running around the corner. <laughs> or the, 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 the two really keen tacklers were being chewed up by fatty loafers. So you run at someone that didn't want to know. And then you'd look amazing all because they'd done the groundwork. Yeah, Mark's in Hong Kong now, isn't he? Doing 50. really well. He's 50, he's 50, he was 50 of the week. God, there's so many really old people around, aren't there? I like, know. Tony I Walker, team manager, oh. 50. Oh, Tony Walker's 60. 
<laughs> oh, brilliant! So, no, so anyway, that, that's the extra Chiefs. Are you happy with the Chiefs? Can we can we move on to? I'm really happy with Chiefs. Yeah, so, for, so, for this week, the past. Uh, look, I've been tipping it, and I, I'm you know, look, I'm a massive fan of, of of the top tier, but National won once again. Plymouth Albion dead and buried, two scores down, man sent off, half time at home uh, against Mosley, who were fourth in the table. Albion was second. Somehow, Angus Hodges. Absolute crazy limbed assassin. If you look at the Albion highlights, Hodgie came from... He, he stepped up from Bude. Came last year from Bude. He'd been club captain at Bude. He's about 29. He thought, oh, I'll give it a go. Revelation. And and, and he, he he carries one line and three Mosley players jam in and he gets the offload and Robin Wedlake scores in the corner to, to give Albion a lifeline. And then from a restart, he has another crazy legs run. He's one of them blokes you wouldn't want to tackle. So he's gone from level six to level three, boom, and, straight in. Or and maybe he's six, carving, seven, maybe yeah. seven or eight, like yeah. different, but, but really stepped up. Albion, they've, they've shown some real steel to dig that one out. And now this week, they've got to go and play Rams, top of the table at Rams. It's a me- mega game. So I will be refreshing my, my Twitter feed. Like I'll go through my Twitter battery from three till five. It'll be done because I'll be checking the Albion score because that... If Saturday, win, Saturday afternoon. If they win, they will. Um, they'll go top of the table. If they, if well, I don't know why you're scratching. Because you're going to be done, Chris. Because we're out Thursday night yeah. at a Samfire do. Yeah. We're out Friday at a a, um, a, a, gentleman's a networking club. gentleman's yeah. afternoon. Yeah. Oh, gentlemen and ladies, there's a few ladies and, there. And ladies, uh, and then uh, Saturday, we're talking about uh, having a, a rugby lunch. Oh, somewhere, team social, but, isn't it? Yeah. But you're oh, Sidmouth Rugby Club. Yeah, you're going to be. Two and a Cox Christmas day. Yeah. Well, it's, it's going to be us three. Or actually, as we were referred to on another podcast I listened to this right. week, they were talking about things and talking about, we'll talk about it in a minute, how good Sarah Cox was yeah. refereeing. And they said, oh, yeah, she's got a podcast, doesn't she? Two Cox and a ref. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which I thought was brilliant. <laughs> and then he went, no, no, it's not. It's two locks and a cox, but your first one's right. Okay. So I, I said, yeah, they are, you know, that we can't deny that, can we? <laughs> and then I've now challenged him on his page to a uh, competition of uh, beverages at a game. So it's you and me versus Mooney and Flack from... Oh, mate, we'll take them down. Oh. <laughs> Try talking. They're all talk. They, 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 they thought they had Jack Vermeulen on toast. We will absolutely... Di- Try talking. If you're listening, you're going down in Chinatown. Anytime, any place, anywhere. They are listening. They're like men, only smaller. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, wow. Yeah, but so, look, so anyway, National so, One. National One. Check out. Great. Check it out. And Taunton Titans got a big win as well. Which is great for them. They were, I think it was Darlington Moden Park. So so they've, they've given themselves a lifeline because it looks like there's four teams that are floundering at the bottom of the league. Yeah. Only three go down. So Taunton, they've got a lifeline, which is exciting for them. So I've got to be honest, National One, keep an eye on it. Plymouth Albion, if they win on Saturday at Rams, they could go on and win the league and be a championship club next year, which would be very impressive. Which is great. So the local rugby. Yeah. Um, no real games in the uh, across oh, the it was league. Cup, wasn't it? Yeah, it was cup. So we had uh, the only one was Sidmouth Chard at Chard and uh, Chard fifteen, Sidmouth thirty two. Chard are a difficult team, and they're really peculiar because they're all farmers. So they're all they're all about the same shape, but they're so strong. I played I played a game with um, Exmouth, and they had this lad who was about six foot tall. Didn't look anything impressive. Oh my god, he was a mall destroyer. Simon Jenkins? No, it wasn't Simon Jenkins. Um, it was Jenks is a brilliant silky rugby player, and I played with him at Chiefs, and, and he's lovely. And, he's and your great friend, mates. he was your changing he's one of my best, best friends mates. in rugby. Yeah, um, but but Chard, they're they're a nuggety team. They're yeah. a nuggety team, and and that's a good result for Sidmouth. That one, they'll have felt it as well because the pitch is heavy up there. 
Yeah, it is very, very heavy. So, uh, yeah, it was good. And uh, we'll talk about it. I refereed the under-15s Chard versus Exmouth this weekend, which yeah. is great fun. Yeah, I'll talk about that in a minute. But, yeah, okay. so local rugby wasn't there. So it's really just the, the roundup from there. So in, in Region 1, um, uh, Regional 1 Southwest, so, yeah, Chew Valley, Barnstable, Devonport, all on four, uh, 40, all, all played 10, won eight games. So 42, 40, 40. So the bonus points that Chew Valley putting them at the top. And then Devonport Services, Launceston, Exmouth, Lydney, Brixham, St. Orstall, uh, you know, you're just listing the league just table now. Great aren't you? to it's see the, them all there, but no, it's really good. To, I'm just listing the league mm-hmm. table, but it's really nice. All these real, it's a really good local league, yeah. uh, and everyone there's got a win. Even Western Supermare and Ivebridge have been really struggling, have both got a win there. So, so yeah, everyone's West, Western Yo Yo Club, aren't they? They, they, have, they have a season where they have a go, and then they have a season where they don't. And they've got the big old stand, and it's a lovely club. Yeah, Matson have got two, and no team coaches have been uh, burnt out yet, so they're really pleased by that. <laughs> It's a rough old part of Gloucester, Matt's, and I tell okay. you, that's oh, a great story. Is it, what's, what's the club? It's just on the side of the motorway at Bristol. Um, Avon Mouth Old Boys is the one. Yeah, Avon Mouth not, yeah. not, not the one that's the, the lovely one that's no. got a few. Avon Mouth Old Boys is yeah. like proper, it's Beirut and it's yeah, really... It's nothing. Matson is next level Gloucester. Honestly? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Well known. Well, they're so. offering you out in the car park after. <laughs> Yeah, coach can't stop. Referee jumps in his car in full uh, kit and no, disappears. I, I, I think we played old Reds and somebody, some uh, I forgot his name now. He wanted to have a fight with me like after the game. He's like, I'll see you after the game, Bab. I'm like, mate, <laughs> it's on the field. Like yeah. When it finishes, I genuinely don't care. Oh. Region 2, uh, Sidmouth High Flying, top of the league. Played 10-9. So that's really, really good for them. Then uh, Crediton, so I think it's Credit and Sidmouth. It's top of the top of the oh, table. Uh, there. Is this so the game we're going to this watch? This is the game we're going to watch, so oh, that's going to be on. really good. Yeah, but that's difficult because I quite like Crediton. Well, Stu, Who are Stu Lowe, who's... You know, is Stu Lowe coaching Crediton? Stu's Crediton coach, yeah. Oh, you're going to have to go Crediton. Oh, no. I've, yeah. You are. I know. But Dolly's obviously um, uh, the coach for uh, Sidmouth. Yeah, with, but how, you put your arm around Stu and played rugby with him, so uh-huh. have I. Yeah. And I've never, it's a long I've never arm. Arm I've played a lot of rugby with Phil Dolman. Yeah. Probably played more games with Phil than I have with Stu, but still a difficult call. I've, I've, yeah, I've been in the road with Phil's brother, but not Phil. Oh, so okay. pff, too pretty to be there, isn't he? Yeah. Not tough enough. Uh, Topsham, brilliant. Fourth place, played 10 1 7. So really good. They started off really well, but what we said was for hard coming up a league that they've got to do it every week. Yeah. And they've carried that. But on. they've already done enough, to, irrespective of the wheels fall off, they're staying in the league. Exactly that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's local rugby. I want to move on because we're doing a quick pod today. Good pods, a quick pod. Um, so off off the field, uh, squad sizes. I, I've got a real gripe. I've got a real gripe. Exeter Chiefs men and Exeter Chiefs women both put pictures out uh, a couple of weeks ago now saying, um, look at our amazing squad. And the Exeter Chiefs men, I, I lost count. I think it was 72 players. Whereas the Exeter Chiefs women, there's about 35. And... and I might be walled off and start that. And, and this is not just extra Chiefs. This is this is the elite tier. I just think 72 players is too many for a squad. It is, however... You, you cannot have a relationship with 71 other people of an intimate nature where you're going to be playing top-level rugby. You don't need to. You don't need to have that. You Like anything, that's everyone all together for a picture. There'll be that inner core of people who are training week in, but week then, out. But then they should... And then there's that, I want to be there. So this is a second team and a third team, like a rugby club, where everyone's playing in the seconds if they're trying to get rugby but, with the university. But if, if, they, if, you have, the, if you have a club like that, then you have a photo of the club 
and they should have all the staff and everything, and then they should have like this is our first team squad. You can't beat your chest with that, though, can you? When you get like a, all these people in front of it, you can beat your chest with it. Look at this; these are all the players we've got, just, and if you break these ones, we've got more. Yeah, but I th- and, and this is this is not just the extra Chiefs; it's all of the elite level clubs. It's just those twenty odd lads that are not they're going to play less games. And 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 um, my mate uh, Annie Vernon, fr- friend of the pod, she gave me this quote: Olympic rower. Uh, hang on a Lovely minute. Lovely lady. She is. So Annie Vernon said, uh, oh no, we've had, we've had a few things. I was then. trying to like help you by filling in the time, talking about Annie. Fill so the time, fill the time, fill the time. <laughs> what, sing a song? No, so the, oh, they, players who are rooted in one club will have far higher resilience and identity than those that float around numerous clubs and are always on loan. And if, if you think of the volume of players that have been in the wider squad at Exeter Chiefs that have not come through... It's far outweighs that we, we always hear about the the Jack Noel and the Henry Slade, but there's so many of their peers that didn't make it through and they didn't have the resilience when they were on all of these loans. Whereas if they had an identity at a club and they played for their club and then they moved up, they'd have done better. And you're not wrong, but you, but you've played with these people, you've seen it. Do you remember Big Marcus down in Exmouth? You know, he was in my second team yeah. for two years when I was a skipper of the Mighty Twos before I got but how, promoted but how to the difficult Nomads. It was for him when he. It, it, uh, on one day, he's walking into an environment, here's your protein shake, here's your drinks, go into the gym, do your stuff, here's all your stash. Then the next day, he goes down to Exmouth, and no disrespect to Exmouth, but you, it's cold. No, he was down. the other way around. Oh. So so he came to Exmouth as, as having been thrown out the system, yeah. played with us there, yeah. could, couldn't could really break the first team properly. Yeah. He did a few times, yeah. and then he signed for Wasps. Yeah. And he, play, and he went but, to but, play at Wasp but afterwards. He was, he was lost And for, he was amazing. And he only got out of Wasp because he had a really bad knee that they just yeah, couldn't did, fix. Yeah. Yeah, right. But he was tipped and he was playing well at yeah. Wasp. So he'd gone the other way. Yeah. Um, so it's not always what you say. Rugby is, is a nutritious game. We know that. Um, you can't always see everything. Hammersley has stepped in because he's got that amazing attitude mm-hmm. uh, uh, to four yeah, things. I mean, the Queen rises, but I just think that... The, the, the thing for me is it's more rugby's more than just the elite level and you've got to look at the experience that people have and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come to it with the, with the in the bin bit but there's so much good that can be had if you've got a, a, an association with yes. a club rugby clubs are great places there's great people I'm I'm involved with my daughter now at Exeter Saracens they're under 14s is massive if you've got a young daughter that wants to play rugby Exeter Saracens under 12 they're recruiting uh, and the coaching staff there are magnificent I'm, I'm like um Tom Hanks in um, A League of Their Own. I'm like, there's no crying in baseball. I can't do it. It's too much for me. No. These coaches have got patience and 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 developmental skills. They bring the girls on. It's brilliant to see. So, uh, and, and it's big so squads. good. My issue is when the players are there and they're not playing rugby. When there aren't A-League fixtures, mm-hmm. when they're not playing for the university and you see these players and I'm, you know, drinking with the guys afterwards and the year's gone by and they're, and I'm there having played, you know, 15, 20 games yeah. this season and they've played two. I yeah. mean, you were probably like that when I was, you know, sponsoring in, in, in the latter years. It's mm-hmm. like that. I was playing 20 games, 25 games a year yeah. and you were playing like three. Me? No, I was always, I was 20 games a year even if it was B team. I was I was always but there were enough B team fixtures. Yeah. So after your I mean, were there were there not enough games? I'd have gone because I, I have to play rugby. So I, after I, your when, generation, when I, when I was playing, I had to play, and yeah. I was so I was such a I was such a horrible bloke. When I was in the first team, if the second team had a game, I'd go and play for the second team so that I could make sure nobody had the chance to get in the first team. Like I played every minute of every game, and I find it really weird 
when we go back to like vet, well, when I used to go back to veterans games when my ankle was ruined, um, guys would be like, "Oh, I don't really want to play." And I'm like, well, "Why are you here?" Like, I love playing. I love playing. I wanted to play every minute of every game. And and when I went down the levels, they were like, "Oh, can we have you on the bench and we'll bring you on for experience?" I'm like, "No, I want to play." Like, I'm not here to, to take a paycheck. I actually want to play rugby. And I find it really weird, the mentality of people that seem happy to, to not play. Yeah, I, I guess that's a retirement or an age thing, isn't it? I mean, yours was with your ankle and I still want to run out and turn out. It's just not working out at the moment, which is why I ref this weekend mm. so I could run around and get out of uh, the house and this extension I'm building. But it's the players that are in this squad that aren't playing rugby. So they're not playing Bucks. They're not playing Exeter yeah. University. They're not doing that. They're just... They're just um, wearing a tracksuit. They're gym important. athletes yeah. and, and okay. tackle battle guards. Well, you, you're agreeing with me, which means I'm right, which is great. Let's move on. This is I, I want to herald this. The Exeter Chiefs have got a men's home game and you can get a ticket from £10. Against Llanethly. Against Llanethly Scarlets. Llanethly Scarlets, which is brilliant. So they've done a really, really clever thing. Uh, rugby at the moment isn't profitable or it's really hard to be profitable. It's a Six Nations uh, week fixture, 10th of February. 10th of February. Look, I want to plug this as hard as I can because the Exeter Chiefs need your support. Is that 10th- when we'll take Mooney and Flacky down? I reckon we. I reckon, 10th of Feb. I'm happy to say. Yeah. We could we could feasibly say yeah. Okay, we'll get the tickets. 10th of Feb. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they're worth ten pound. <laughs> North, North Terrace Ultras. We'll go ten pound a ticket. Yeah. Five pound for your kids. They did have Black Friday. They were cheaper than that. But it, but if you if you want to sample the extra cheese or you or you're listening and you want to encourage people to go and watch a top te- top tier team, the 10th of Feb, Clenethley are playing extra cheese, and what's more, it doubles up after the game. England play Wales. Amazing. Uh, yeah, and cool. let's get some tickets and do a giveaway. Yeah, so let's okay. do a t- uh, yeah. So we'll we'll we'll, do, we'll double down. Okay. Sponsored by Cobalt Business IT and Comms. We'll do, we will do that. Wow, Brad the Rugby guys going. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to get tickets. Chuck it in there. Yeah, okay. For that, uh, we'll, we'll figure that one out. But so, yeah, so that 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 that's just a big plug for the Exeter Chiefs. Well done, the people at Exeter Chiefs for doing some some accessible tickets because one of the big problems is, is is the gripes on tickets there was there was a bloke on Twitter sometimes I pick fights on Twitter there's a bloke came on and went, oh it's just too expensive and and so I think extra cheese came out and went actually we've got these games with reduced tickets and he went well it's not just you it's other rugby clubs and someone came back and went well mate you just kicked off at the Chiefs they've told you there's an access and you're still moaning so stop moaning and this seg- segues really nicely into our final point in the bin the negativity around the game Oh, don't go there. I don't, I don't want to get negative about the game. I want to be positive about the game. Can we say I was 49 years old when I actually learned exactly what Segway was? I thought it was a scooter that so had those battery wheels that you pushed around on, but they're spelt differently and it's from the Latin. Go on then. So, so it's spelt S-E-G-U-E rather than Segway and it's from the Latin and it's to move, move efficiently and quickly and smoothly between one thing and another. Wow. And you're 49, as in like today years old? Well, no, I, 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 it was a few weeks ago. Right. But I, I wanted to know what it was because I, I, I've used the word, I've sort of known it, but I didn't know the real meaning. So I looked it up to try and better myself. A segue. That's good, that. That's Muhammad Ali. If you, see, if you see a man that's the same 20 years on, he's wasted 20 years of his life, keep moving, keep, keep developing it. I'm proud of you. He's on my wall. So I only have one real picture of, 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 on my wall and it's Muhammad Ali and Pele. Signed together. by both of them. So there's one picture of them together. Yeah, signed. It's an interesting juxtaposition. And I'm I'm not a, a footballer at all, but I just think that definite pugilist. Though, I think you? those two guys Tasty. are are Call phenomenal people. Ian doesn't refer to his hands; he refers to them as truth and justice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, where are we going? Oh, in the bin. Well, was... no, just, no, I think I think one of the things is is there's so much negativity around the game, and and um, other pods have mentioned it, but. 
it's just saying how good rugby union can be and just starting this counterinsurgency against because everyone's going on about the refs getting death threats and, and brain injuries and, and, and numbers being down and the game going bust. Look, rugby is great. We're, we're, we're talking to one another now because we absolutely adore this game. Okay, I've got it. And I've said it before. What needs to go in the bin again are journalists. People who look for sensational articles or parts of the game. The person who clipped um, the tiny bit of audio between Farrell and uh, Luke Pearce at the weekend. Oh, yeah. Just just to look for highlights to do something. Oh, no, but, they no, would but, have completely forgotten about not that. Journalist. It's not journalists. It's neuroscientists that have discovered we're more people are more turned on by negativity and problems... It, 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 it engages you greater than if you talk about the positivity. Wow. Yeah. You sure? True. Look at Elon Musk's... It might just spike something. It Look, spikes... It's it, it sp algorithm on Twitter. Since Elon Musk's taken over, I don't know about you, but there's lots of, like, fighting and disagreements and just just, just abrasion yeah. rather than, like, look, there's a happy dog. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, you know, so let's go on to the one, you know, Farrell and, and, and that. It, it, it was just a throwaway comment that was there. No one had heard it. Farrell's like that. Luke Pearce said his bit and they'd have moved on. Nothing would have been with it. But it was pulled out and it's been then, right, was Farrell wrong? Was Luke Pearce wrong? All of this. I think it's just great chat from both of them and that should be there. Mm. That, mm. Well, I think Nigel Owens has got a lot to answer for. He does, yeah. He did start that little bit too much and everyone's trying to be a bit of Nigel. Um, he's, but, he's gained the notoriety for it and to an extent and I mentioned this off air to Tom last week um, you know referees have, have sort of become a bit more fair game because they're, they're allowing their character to come through and perhaps we should just say look the, the referee's word is law if he says it's Christmas I'm singing him a carol that's that yeah I've, true I've, I've had a kick off one of my old oral teammates who's put a well I'm, I haven't I've just taken the mick out of him he's, his son's playing for Sedba and he makes a jackal and the referee gave a penalty against him. He said, that was never a penalty, blah, blah, blah. And he, but he's tagged the referee and he's tagged a load of people. What do you think about this? And I'm like, well, he's just like his dad off the floor, from the side, uh, doesn't let go, definite penalty, the most Stonewall penalty I've ever seen. <laughs> the only ones that were more Stonewall were the ones you gave away. <laughs> just just piled into him, just, just to wind his neck in. And what was his reply? He went, same old Bentley. I went, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Muhammad Ali's upsetting me. I haven't changed in 20 years. Yeah. So look, <laughs> rugby's going to have this. Uh, is it, it, it's not that popular a sport still in very terms. So people go, oh, it's not soccer. I hate when people mention football in this. I would love rugby to grow in its popularity. We uh, look why? at... Why? Why? Does it? You like rugby. I like rugby. I, I don't care if no one else likes it. I'm going to watch it. Okay. I, I don't need I'll, 50 I'll, other people standing next to me. I'll tell you why. Last Thursday night, what did you do? What did I do last Thursday night? I can't remember. I got chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Uh, not working networking awards. Yeah, I did an awards ceremony. Yeah, you, slam no, dunk. You didn't do one. You stood at the front and you presented the yeah. best awards ceremony. The best. I was stood next to you, yeah. giving you the awards, helping yeah. you on, yeah. keeping giving you jibes, yeah. you know, remember, good yeah. awards, quick awards and yeah. all of that stuff. And I stood back and I watched you and that room and I saw 250 people having a really good time. Yeah. You facilitated that. Well, technically, I help you facilitate a huge support that. system around You're... me. Do. <laughs> yeah. I just stand, I'm like Ron Burgundy. I just yeah. stand at the front and go hello. Well, I just turn up on the day and do jazz hands and <laughs> no, things like that. And you do man things. And you lot... do tasks that can't be done. Yeah, like how did that happen? Or yeah. I just made it happen. But anyway, but you facilitated that, and there were 250 people there that had an amazing meal, had an amazing time, that really enjoyed it, and and we made that. We made those people have that fun time, mm. and that's why I want to spread rugby. I want to see other people enjoying oh, no, get, our sport okay. so it's that that's why what, I want what to I don't spread want to the game. do and this 
was another one Baxter gave a great interview the other day. What law change would you do, Rob? I'd make a law change that we can't change a law for 10 years. Like, keep the <laughs> yeah. game as it is. Yeah, like, stop changing Let's play things. rugby union. You just don't see any other sport that every year they go, right, let's change that law. Let's change this law. No, this is our game. If you like our game, come and watch it. There's so much good that goes on in our game. And it would be lovely if you wanted to come and be a part of it. And, and whether you want to, you know, I have it with my daughter. She, Beatrice, is a, she's a participant. She, she, she goes along and she plays. At the moment, she's not tearing down trees. There's a lot of girls within her team that are better. But she loves running around, getting a bit of mud on her, the fellowship, the camaraderie, the teamship, a bit of fitness, no screens, really good. And she's starting to see like this, this society of rugby and there's this group of girls that are facilitated by some great coaches. We've got rained off Exa Saracens, the pitchers are council owned and it wasn't so clever. The, co- the coaches said, right guys, everyone come up um, and we'll just have a team session. And they got the boys under 14s as well. And they, they did an hour and a half, right, all the girls go and find out the names of all the boys and, and, and so on and so forth. And they're having a crack and they're building this club feeling. So now they're all Saracens together and you're going, that's what you like. Exactly. And, and, and Beatrice came away so enthusiastic and she's now, she's now, um, she's, she's got a, a fit to 5k thing with the Palavers. They're going out running on the back of because she wants to be better for rugby. And I'm going, now this is what rugby can do for you. Yeah. Brilliant. Under 15s, Exmouth versus under 15s, charge. So went down there. It's 25 minutes each way. It's a whole game. Mm. Uh, the only thing they don't do is compete in the line outs. Yeah. They lift in the line out. Apart from that, it's full laws. Right. Some of them were absolutely battering each other. Yeah. And the, the physicality was incredible. The tackle law height thing, well, we just I had to just do what the best I could do. Yeah. It's the first proper game I've done with that in there. Then someone, uh, the, the captain from, from Child came to me and said, someone's just said, this on the extra side uh, and I took the boys to one side stopped them and said right we're going to talk after the game about this and mm. uh, about what it was because it was beyond just normal sort right. of sledging um, game finished guys all shook hands everyone got on and I got the the, the Exmouth team in a huddle and I said this is the best uh, thing about growing in th- this group of people the rugby club that you will never have a brother or brethren like you have uh, amongst your teammates when you play week in week out and you do everything together you go out and socialize together you do all of mm-hmm. this 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 brotherhood and camaraderie is something that people outside of rugby would love to have they're, yeah. they're, they're jealous of it they, they and they'll never know till they've been in that changing room and showering naked and throwing soap in someone's area who's already cleaned it and got yeah. their eyes done all those stupid things that we do yeah. um uh, and that we have to call each other out so yeah. if you hear your teammate doing something like that, yeah. it's down to you to call him out, to keep this high standard. And I sent them off to go and read the rugby values, which are written on the clubhouse, written everywhere else, yeah. uh, and actually see what they think and why they that one of them, which means the whole team, didn't meet those standards. Yeah. Get on. And Mate, I think that's us. I'm really happy with this. I think we've, we, we, we've, we've taken the negativity. We've, we've put a few examples in and said how to fight against it. And that's what we've all got to do with our rugby union is, is get down your local club, cheer them on. We're going to be at Sidmouth on Saturday, uh, which will be Saturday the, the, the 4th? 2nd. 2nd. Saturday the 2nd of December. If you're about, if the lads from Tribe talking have got the minerals, we'll be there. No, I think we'll leave them till uh, we'll leave them to build up so we can live in their brains rent-free until okay. uh, but the, needless till to the say, next game. We'll, we'll be down at Sidmouth. It'll be my third day that I'll have an alcoholic drink, which for me is a big thing. So I'm, I'm just eating dust in between. Just be another day for me. I'm trying to keep my weight loss down. Uh, Brad, the rugby god, anything from you? Ian, anything from you? No. The Willy Wonka of Rugby Union. <laughs> you my love, favourite one. You love For those of you that, if, if you listen back to the episodes, you'll notice Ian has a different introduction every time. It's been Two Locks and the Cox, episode 17. We're signing off now. Pow. Pow.
Two Locks and a Cox. With Excommunicate, media and presentation training and team building. Develop your personal brand and learn how to promote your organisation effectively in the media with a one-day course at Radio X's studios in Exeter. Or we can come to you. We'll help you build your profile, tackle a crisis and perform to your potential. Media and presentation training and team building from Excommunicate. Excommunicate.